I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to When No One's Watching with me, Matt Willis, and Mr. Matt Richardson. How are you? I'm good, mate. I'm very excited to see you, as per usual, on my little screen in front of me. It's the highlight of my life at the moment. Um. What's that little, tiny little scratch on your arm? This? Yeah. Oh, basically, I live with an absolute prick. It's a cat. Oh, right. I've started to turn into the kind of person that resents the cat they live with because he just doesn't listen, Matt Willis. Oh. The other day, I was just sat on the sofa, minding my own business, watching some television, and he looked at me for ages. And I looked at him and I was like, wonder what he's thinking about. And what he was thinking about was sinking his teeth into my elbow. So out of the blue, he attacked you and bit you. He just sunk his teeth into my elbow just for no reason. He was just like, yep, that looks like it'll be good fun. And how long have you had this cat? This isn't isn't a new thing, right? No, no, he's never just attacked my elbow before. No, but what I'm trying to say is that, you know, you've had the relationship with this animal for a while. Yeah. It's obviously not going well, (laughs) you know. I don't know if there's some kind of pet therapy you can go to. Maybe like couples counselling. Cats don't give a shit. Really? Dogs you can therapy. Cats couldn't care less. They're psychopaths. Yeah. But then the thing is, you make excuses for it. After he'd attacked me, I was going, well, I must have just moved my elbow in a way that made it look like a mouse. And I was making excuses for him. Oh my God, you're becoming the abused person in the relationship. Yeah, I'm being gaslighted by a cat. (laughs) You really are. Now, if you're a member of the Patreon, as you know, there's loads of great stuff there. The listener confession that we have this week that you can only get on the Patreon. A woman, how can I put this? Uh, A woman got in touch to tell us about a very creative way she could deal with a full bladder. I would say so. Look, creative is probably giving it a bit too much credit. It's pretty gross. But if you're on the Patreon, you can get all that in the extended episode. Our show today, I'm going to tell you three things. Okay. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here now. Love Island. MTV. What do they all have in common? Um, oh, oh, my God. Right, okay. I, I was trying to think of something funny. But, um, but our guest. <laughs> our guest is correct. <laughs> our guest, Laura Whitmore, I'd say one of the most famous people in the country these days. Yeah. Uh, she's on the podcast. I kind of feel sometimes when I see Laura Whitmore that she is living the life that I could have had in some weird way because she took over from me on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here Now. Oh, yeah. So we were doing that spin-off show, and basically, I was a bit, shall we say, reckless in those days, <laughs> and um, and we didn't get asked back for the next year. And Laura Whitmore did. And Laura Whitmore took over. So sometimes I look at her and I go, "See, that could be me." You could be living Laura Whitmore's life, is what you're saying. I could be. Can you imagine that? Not having to do this podcast with me 
every single week, but just being a guest once. To be fair, you know, over the last year or so, you know, it's, it's been going on longer than a year, our relationship, Matt. Yeah. She is, you know, married to a comedian. So I can actually feel how hard that must be for her in some weird way. So I respect her more. Fair enough. I'll do a Killary and Sterling impression. What I'll do is I'm going to do a uh, an impression of what it'd be like if you were married to Ian Sterling. Okay. You'd come in from a hard day, rocking out professionally, <laughs> and you'd walk in the door and you go, hey, Ian, how's it going? And he'd go, tonight, shepherd's pie. <laughs> Every time you had an argument, just before he started to argue back, he'd go, there's trouble in paradise. <laughs> The doorbell would go and he goes, who's coming into the villa? (laughs) Can I let you into a secret? I've never watched an episode of Love Island in my life. Have you not? Never. Not once. Like, I don't get any jokes. I don't get any references. So what you're telling me is that impression was a waste of fucking time. I mean, I laughed at you because uh, I like you. Yeah, you did. I thought you knew it. That's even worse. Let's just listen to Laura Whitmore. You've upset me now. I laughed at you. Here she is. This is When No One's Watching. The podcast where celebrities confess their guilty pleasures. And then we decide whether they're good, bad. Crack on and stop feeling embarrassed about it. Or bad, bad. Go straight to bed, no tea, and think about what you've done. You might be asking why they tell us these things. And it's basically because we are guilty pleasures, aren't we? I'm Matt Richardson, uh, Heat Magazine's weird crush of the year. And I'm Matt Willis from Busted. Yeah, I know, yeah. Welcome to When No One's Watching, uh, with me, Matt Richardson, and uh, my best friend. (laughs) Yes, me, Matt Willis. Best friend, I like that. You can have that today. Well, I mean, weirdly, I think because of lockdown and everything, I see more of you on Zoom than I see anyone else. Yeah. So I think that probably makes us best friends. I think so. We become that. Did we just become best friends? Yes. Oh my God, this is the best day of my life. Oh my God. Um, Anyway, I'm always excited about the podcast, but um, Mm. today we've got someone who I have known, I met on my first ever TV record that I did. Really? And we met there and we have been friends since, um, and you know, I've seen her career go from strength to strength. And she is currently the host of the most talked about show in the country, if not in the world, whenever it's on, Love Island. It is the fantastic Laura Whitmore. Yes. Hello, Matt and Matt. How are you? Hi. Good, how are you? I really like that bromance at the start. I felt a lot of love in the virtual room. Hey, it's it's quite a one-sided bromance. <laughs> I did notice I've that too. <laughs> yeah, he has a, he's a bit delicate, Matt, so I have to play that very carefully. <laughs> you know, there's there's ways to answer questions to Matt Richardson. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, when you when you were in school and there's a kid and they were just like, so you're my best friend now. And I'm like, okay, yeah. sure. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. okay, great. And your mom I... says you have to be best friends with them. Like, okay. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like that kid, um, when I'm with Matt, I feel like he thinks I'm like, you know, the kid in an American school that if you're not nice to them, they'll come in with a gun. Like that's sort of the vibe <laughs> that he gives me. I was more thinking that you're that kid that ends up being the cool kid. But if you were to be the kid that ends up with a gun, that's like a whole other situation. Yeah. I will absolutely be the cool kid. Thank you very much, yeah. Laura. Either or. Either or. Either or. Either or, yeah, yeah. Um, thank you very much for coming on. Thanks for having me. It's really nice to see you. Yeah. Now, you obviously, um, you know, have a have an amazing uh, career and image. How does it feel to come on and admit things that might be damaging to that? <laughs> this is the problem of podcasts because obviously um, I know both of you. Um, Matt, I feel like, it's, how do I just decipher between Matt and Matt? Does this get confusing? Um, well, it depends. Some people go for famous Matt and Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Willis. Uh, yeah, as, as yeah, W and R or something. But Matt R. Matt R. Or or, yep. as we say in Ireland, Matt Orr. Um, 
I've known you for a long time, so we'd probably have weird conversations like this anyway. We probably have, yeah, absolutely over the yeah. years. I just forget, I forget that other people are listening. Yeah, so that is the problem no with these watching, podcasts. But people are listening. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think I think you'll be fine though. I'm you know, I'm interested to see because obviously we have had Ian on the show and he got away with it. It was fine. Like, you know, he didn't he say anything too controversial. Didn't say anything that controversial. Yeah. No career enders. No, he was weirder with Matt than I was though, oh, which was really nice. In, did he did he do the whole busted thing? Did he really go He into did the it? whole oh. busted thing. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't it wasn't that bad. We've had worse. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good. But you know, we we all we have all our favorite albums on the wall yeah. of all time downstairs, and like Busted's up there. No, we're on your wall. You're on my wall. Yes. You're on our record wall, right? In between, in between, um, in between, I've got Rumors, Fleetwood Mac, and we've got Exile on Main Street, Rolling Stones, and we're in between those. Yeah. Yes. The household. This household is a big fan of Busted. Amazing. The only time ever in existence that will happen. So thank you very very much. <laughs> I appreciate it. You know what's amusing about that is Matt doesn't even have. His albums on his own walls. I don't. No. No. <laughs> We've had discussions about this before where Matt's yeah. like, it's a bit weird. Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. I find it really weird when you go into people's houses and they have like, you know, their discs on the walls and like tour posters. I know you can't, you guys can see me, but no one else can see me. But I'm in Ian's office. And if we just want to turn to this wall, he's got, oh, look, his BAFTA. Bafter wore just on. He's just, he, he's one of those people. He doesn't mind putting his stuff up on the walls. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've got my. There's a tour poster, <laughs> <laughs> and that isn't even in the office. <laughs> That's in the living room. <laughs> it's annoying because um, I mean, we, we we've got Sam has got her covers all over the house and then like I mean I don't have any right so um, it's yeah she looks much cooler than me show posters are cool yeah show po- they're fine I mean that tour sold pretty badly but it looks good so <laughs> no one that's a no lovely one. picture of you yeah, yeah, you know what? No one was in Melton Mowbray to know that there was only 45 people there. <laughs> it just looks good on the wall. Um, right, I think we should probably get, get let's get stuck into this. Let's get your, stuck um, in. your first confession please. Laura. Oh yeah. So, oh God, am I ready for this? Okay. So I just, I will like go straight in there. My first one. Yeah. Yep. Just go straight in. Okay. So I, (laughs) I do a lot of life admin on the toilet, not just the obvious. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Not just the regular ins and outs. Not just the regular ins and outs. So like my, do you know when you go to the bathroom to do your business? Like that's also where I catch up on my emails, reply to people, sometimes do a little bit of online shopping. Um, and this can happen anywhere. And it kind of started, like a lot of people think I've got a drug problem or a bowel problem. Um, and it's really <laughs> just a shopping problem. Because um, I, I feel like it's rude to do it in front of people, you know, especially if you're out for dinner or, I don't know, at a party. It's like, I don't want to be on my emails or, you know, replying to messages in front of people. So I'll go to the toilet and do it. But then sometimes I could be in there for 15 minutes mm. or longer, 20 minutes, half an hour. Uh I mean, that's quite a long time. I mean, if, so, if someone's in the toilet for more than 10 minutes, something serious is going down, I think. Um, it is. Nice yeah. new Amazon shop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I, I also do this. Um, I, I, um, I have found myself disappearing to the toilet unnecessarily during the day just so I can sit and flick through Instagram. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, and just... We're, well saved there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, without being judged, yeah. you know, so I do it quite a lot. When you think about it, what's probably the most important email you've sent whilst on the toilet? Have you sent like really important things? Oh, I've done big ones. I've signed contracts. Yeah. <laughs> I've signed contracts. 
because everyone does these days, you know, they sign the contract that you can just do with your finger. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. On Adobe or whatever. So I've signed big deals while sitting on the toilet. The worst <laughs> is, and I've been messaging my agent, and the worst is when someone goes, I want to give you a quick call. I'm like, no, 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 don't call me now. <laughs> <laughs> There's an echo in this room, don't call. So is that, that's your cutoff? You won't speak to someone on the phone on the toilet? No, because these days people love a FaceTime. Yeah. What is that about? Everyone loves a Zoom call or a FaceTime. Yeah. And, um... I remember, do you remember when House Party was a thing for about 10 seconds? Yeah. Remember that app? Oh my God. Great, great days. I didn't really understand how that worked. And sometimes it would just turn on. And I remember one of my friends, um, Alex, I have lots of friends called Alex. You don't have to know which one it is. She was on the toilet and a house party. She was like scrolling through and it turned on and she was like in someone's room and she was sitting on the toilet. Oh, no. <laughs> that's my fear. That's brilliant. Because it was so easy just, yeah, it was so easy just for that to turn on. So I'm always really cautious about like having the, the camera covered <laughs> or something like that yeah. when you're on the loo. <laughs> See, I don't really agree with using the toilet time as work time. You don't? No, because for me, that is me time. Toilet time is not time for emails. Toilet time is time for book, magazine, reflection. Oh, but you do other stuff in there. I do, like I do other things, but like I don't, I wouldn't want to do worky things because I feel like that is the last, yeah. that is the last place where you can just be you and not have anyone disturb you. That makes sense. But I, that's why I guess the shopping is nice as well. Like I bought a few okay, rugs yeah. for the house and things like that. Um <laughs> Uh, I, so that's me time. It's like shopping. Yeah, shopping's fair enough. I, I was kind of thinking like where it came from, where my love for the toilet came from. I just remember <laughs> years ago, I was waitressing when I was like 16 in a little pizzeria in my hometown. And you'd get a smoke break. I never smoked, but everyone used to get a smoke break. So like that was their kind of time away from waiting. I'm having a smoke break for five minutes. And I remember going, this is shit. Like, <laughs> how come they get a break? And because I don't, I was like, do I start smoking? So I get a smoke break. But I realized I could have a toilet break. So my smoke break was my toilet break, and that was my Laura time. Right. Fair enough. Right. That's I where like I came that. from. That makes perfect sense. There you go. I like that. Just got longer and longer. Everyone just thought I had a problem with my toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Laura's always got the shits again. Yeah. Piles. She's got terrible piles. <laughs> yeah. Do you find yourself sometimes staying on the loo long after you've finished your business to do your business? Sometimes I don't even go to the toilet when I go to the toilet. <laughs> Really? <laughs> like, it's a really comfortable seat as well. Get a, get yourself a nice toilet, guys. <laughs> Good comfy seat. So how long before you start calling your toilet your office? <laughs> um, Ian, my other half, is just like, every time he's out and he comes in, he's like, babe, where are you? And I'm like, guess. And he's like, in the fucking toilet again. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Oh, so you go there. You go there just like when no one's around. You just go there. When no one's watching. When no one's watching, it's my children. Oh, right. Okay. You just pop to the loo to do your emails. <laughs> and we, um, when we moved house, I was like, the one little luxury, such a privileged position. I was like, the one thing I want in my house is a TV in the bathroom. Yeah. That's what I want. That's dangerous. So we got a TV in the bathroom. And my friend Keela, um, when I first moved in, I remember she went up to use the loo. And she came down 20 minutes <laughs> later. She was like, sorry, I was watching an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians when I was on the loo. <laughs> So I'm now I'm now making other people do it. I do spend a lot of time. I just don't do work in the toilet. I spend a lot of time enjoying myself in the toilet, like, you know, reading things I want to read. I, I think you need to try doing some work in there because I feel like it's a place of creativity. I feel very <laughs> relaxed in there. Yeah. You know, if, especially I love writing and I sometimes feel like sometimes if you have a bit of writer's block, best place to unblock that, get rid of a blockage <laughs> is by sitting on the loo for a while. The ideas just come to you. Um, before doing this podcast, I was very much one of those guys who was just in and out. I used to get in the toilet, get it done, get out. There was no hanging around. Since doing this podcast, a few people have mentioned that they sit down to wee 
It's a big thing, apparently. Yeah. Um, and I was always like, that's a bit weird. I've been doing it for years. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> but I do that all the time now. And I will go in there for a week, sit down, get my phone out, mm-hmm. and I'm in. And I can be there for a very long time. So I feel this too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like um, this, this, is, um, this is definitely part of my life too. What about you, Matt? Yeah, I mean, it always has been. I don't, if as a rule, I won't sit down. I won't, I won't not sit down to wee if I can. Like I'll always sit down to wee. Um, the other day I was somewhere and I was there early. I was there half an hour early and I didn't want to just sit around. So I popped off to the loo and just sat in the loo and watched some YouTube videos <laughs> because I didn't want to be out and alone. And I thought rather than sitting at a table watching YouTube videos, I could just go and sit in a toilet cubicle and do it. And like you, I didn't even yeah. use the loo. I just sat in my trousers on the top of a closed toilet. I love that. Really? And it was like a safe space. I felt safe in there. I felt away from everything. It was really, really good. I was going to say, like, cubicles I'm quite a big fan of as well. When, um, yeah. Especially on nights out. Do you know when I out and it gets a bit rowdy or someone's having a fight with somebody? I'm like, I'm just going to go to the loo for 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a bit of a timeout. I like it. You have a timeout, yeah. Just a little mm. bit of time to reset. So embarrassing, though, when you do that and there's no one in the loo and then you come out and there's a queue. Oh, yeah, that is bad. <laughs> and they were looking at you like, all right, shitty. Yeah. Like, like, I didn't know people were waiting. I wasn't going to the toilet. I was just checking my emails. <laughs> um, I find that because because I really like um, a little bit of loo time, I will, if I can, use a disabled toilet. Oh. And I have a couple of times come out of a disabled loo, opened it, and someone who is entitled to use the disabled loo much more than me is waiting for Shame you on you, Matt. Hey, mate. I mean, not all disability <laughs> is visible mm-hmm. is something I have said to a person whose disability is visible before to justify <laughs> while I was use why I was using a loo. <laughs> I could have a colostomy bag, mate. You don't know. Oh, you don't know. Oh. You don't know. You don't know my pain. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, God. So embarrassing though, isn't it? Um, how are you feeling about this so far then, Matt? Um, I mean, I mean, I feel this is very good, bad. I, I have a little bit of um of an online shopping problem. Mm. Um, it's becoming ugh, the thing is, I, I was I was kidding myself, thinking it was getting better, but actually, it's just it just moves from clothes to everything else on Amazon now. Um, so much so that I'm actually contemplating deleting the app from my phone. Yeah, because it's becoming a bit problematic. When um, I've, I've said this before, but the Amazon delivery men all know me <laughs> and like, they're all like me again, Matt. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> and, um, and the postman recently said, recently said to me, you must calm this down, Matt. You know, the wife's going to get the ump. She, he said to me and I was like, oh my God, this is getting a bit embarrassing. So I think I have to stop. And I realized that a lot of that happens while sitting on the toilet right now. So um, I think this is good, bad but problematic for me. I know, I, I hear you. I think, look, I'm on board with sitting on the loo and having some time. I just think you should be using it for time for you. Like, you work hard anyway, Laura. Like, you're a, ever since I've known you, you've been a real hard worker, super professional. Just give yourself a little bit of time for you. That's all I ask. <laughs> so I think this is good, bad, but, you know, just think about some time for Laura. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Can we have your next confession, please? Yeah, okay. So this is like a food one. Um, And I don't know. I didn't think it was weird. It was not even someone else told me it was weird. So when I was younger, I just liked weird food. I liked raw vegetables quite a lot. So I'd have like raw chopped up carrots and stuff. I didn't like cooked vegetables. I just like eating things raw. Mm. Um, So I'd have them in my lunchbox and stuff. And I don't know where it came from, but I'm, I love raw mushrooms. And when nobody's around, if you have a punnet of mushrooms, I'll just break the stem off, get the mushroom, squirt a bit of mayonnaise in it and just eat it like a canapé. But like, I'll do that with a whole punnet. And I thought that was like a normal thing. And then I was just doing it one day when someone was watching. They're like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, I'm just having my, my canapé mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> just having, having my canapé mushroom snack. <laughs> they're oh. like, but you're not having cooked the mushrooms. I'm like, yeah, you can eat them raw. That's fine. And they're like, yeah, but... I just thought you just take the stem off, put a little bit of mayonnaise, and it's delicious. I've been doing that for years, and that's I normally do it when no one else is around because I think it looks a bit weird sometimes. It does look weird, Laura. Is it a weird thing? I thought it was like a common thing until one day someone's like, what are you doing? No, um, I'm quite taken aback by this. There is something very weird about it. See, the thing is that I would quite happily, um, um, do do you peel the mushrooms? Do you peel the skin off them? So sometimes I do because I know they're a bit dirty. So you have to give them a good little wash. Sometimes they're a little bit manky looking. So you kind of need to peel them a bit. So do you know where it started from? Again, as a kid, I remember watching a film on television where they had a tray of canapes and it was like stuffed peppers yeah. and stuffed mushrooms. So I thought I would try to recreate this myself and what was in the fridge. So that's, and the mushrooms look quite cool. So if you take this, the middle bit off and you've got the little circle bit and if you do, you can peel back. This is really weird. I can't believe we're having this conversation. And you peel back the skin and then a little squirt and then sometimes a bit of grated cheese. I mean, it's like a little canopy. I think that was just my growing up in my small town in my little house. That those are canopies in the Whitmore household. A little bit of elegance. Yeah, but then sometimes I don't peel the skin off, and I know it's pretty manky. Well, I, I don't ever peel mushrooms, and I um and my wife will come down on me like a sack of shit if she sees me do that. It's like that as if that's like the worst thing. thing I would just get do. them out, thing thing, and chop them up, stick them in. She's like, you've got to peel them. <laughs> You oh, know, yeah. she goes crazy about stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Cook them. You peel them before cooking them. Oh my God, like Christ. I'm pretty them, sure it, that you're not supposed to. Because I'm like, if you cook you them, know. they're like, once you cook them, it's, it's eating them raw, they're dirty. Yeah, get rid of all their bugs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but if you're cooking them, you're fine. Yeah, but eating I'm, them raw. I'm also weird. Like, I'll eat everything of like fruit and veg. So, like a kiwi, I'll eat the skin of a kiwi. What? Is that not, that's another weird thing, isn't it? That's weird. Yeah. The furry bits. The furry bit, yeah. yeah. Maybe that's why I'm in the loo so much. <laughs> um, are you allowed to? Are you supposed to eat kiwi skin? Yeah, I think that's okay. It's good roughage. Oh, really? 
It is good. The put- I'm very That's why you're in the Twitter so much again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh. I like eating the skin of everything. Matt, you seem traumatised. Oh, no, Matt, what's Matt going on? Matt hasn't spoken in so long. Yeah, what's going on for you? Mushrooms are my least favourite food on the planet. Oh, the best. Mushrooms really? make me feel physically sick. Everything about them is absolutely awful. Is it the texture? The texture? It's the texture. It's where they grow. Everything about them is like, I can't get my head around mushrooms in any way. So I'm just sat here contemplating the fact that you eat them raw and you'd ruin mayonnaise like that. <laughs> I would cut out the middleman and just squirt the mayonnaise straight into my mouth. I'm up for that as well, but I think the mushrooms make it a little bit more sophisticated. Yeah, I just I like I just really can't get on board with mushrooms. That's why I've been sat here when you're talking about like how eating mushrooms, like a punnet. Are they a punnet? I've never heard. A punnet of mushrooms? It's I don't a really know. Yeah, I think a it is a punnet. A punnet yeah. of mushrooms. I've never heard him describe that, but I like it. As someone who buys a lot of mushrooms, I buy punnets of mushrooms. <laughs> I buy them by the punnet. I eat by, <laughs> by the, the punnet. Crate. I buy them by the crate, actually. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I'm not fussy, but like texture is a big thing in food mm. for me. And mushrooms are either like foam or like slices of tongue. And it, even with kiwi, like I don't love, I think kiwi's quite a gritty fruit anyway. Mm. So the fact you eat the hairy bit, oh my God, it's like licking a bold man's head. Like it's... <laughs> I mean, this is, um, this is something that you just do on your own, right? This is something you just do at yeah, home. Well, you wouldn't, for instance, I... take them to the cinema. Oh, God, no. You wouldn't serve them as, like, people are coming around your house as canapes no, when they arrive. No, because I've had it before and I've offered. Like, somehow Ian hates mushrooms. He hates mushrooms. Yeah, that's why I like Ian. But I actually think we work in a relationship. I don't know if it's the same with you and your partners, but, like, I don't like onions. Ian doesn't like mushrooms. So we're perfect together as a couple because when we both get a burger, I'll give him my onions and he'll give me his mushrooms. Oh, and it's right. just, like, a dream combo. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, you know brilliant. what I mean? Made for each other. Yeah, fair enough. That is. But I learned a long time ago not to offer people my mushroom canapes because it's not a thing. Yeah, that is a that is a weird... I'm just imagining the Laura Whitmore cookbook. Oh. I'm just thinking, um, <laughs> you know... Uh, you don't have to cook anything. <laughs> What 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 yes. could be arranged on this? Like the mushroom can mushroom mayonnaise canapé. Yeah. Um, oh in the first God. section, what would be the main meal? A kiwi. <laughs> yeah. The less dessert, kiwi a skin. Kiwi. A kiwi no, skin. No and apple spoon skin. required. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I mean, yeah, you could just do all this like a weird, you know. Oh, feeling feeling snacky. Yeah. Just get some pasta out of the packet. You know. Yeah. Just. I don't think it would sell very well. I, I I remember as well. Sometimes this is. I'm not coming across well in this. Don't do this because this is probably not good for you. But like you know, coca noodles and any of those noodles. Sometimes like when I'm yeah. waiting for them to boil, I just eat some of them dry. Really? really, like what, like, crunchy. like ramen noodles? Yeah, like. you know when they're like still in the like in the crunchy. I don't think that's probably good for your digestion, to be honest. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it just sounds gross. <laughs> this is, I mean, I always would assume that you were quite a good cook because you're, you know, you're into great music. I assume you're into amazing yeah. food, but it turns out, you know, your palate isn't as advanced it's as not I thought that it would advanced, be. To be honest, <laughs> I do like baked beans. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, who? I mean, who doesn't? The greatest thing. Baked beans are rubbish, mate. Baked beans are so rubbish. Fuck. You know what, mate? You're the kind of person that buys the fifty percent reduced sugar baked beans. So of course you think. Of course, of course we do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, of course. So obviously you don't like them because that is the all of the fun gone. Yeah. Although I remember being a kid and having um, those bird's eye potato waffles with beans on. They used to fit in the little holes. I used to like that. Mm -hmm. But I was like seven. Yeah. So we those bird's eye potato waffles were obsessed. But we've got them in our freezer. We have them for breakfast a few times a week yeah we have and them just, as well you just, really you just pop them in the toaster do you do them in the toaster yeah we do them in the toaster what in the toaster you pop them in the toaster 
texture. Yeah, you can oh my god, for like four minutes or so, depending on how crispy you want them. I I love a I love a potato straight waffle. from the freezer. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, straight from potato the freezer. waffle from the freezer. Yeah. to the toaster. Yeah. in your plate. Yeah, that's amazing. It's, you're welcome. Your life will be changed. I'm doing that today. How do you feel about this, Matt? I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's gross. Like the thought of um, <laughs> biting a raw mushroom, it does not appeal to me. I remember when I had a salad once and it had little small bits of raw mushroom. I was like, there's something weird about that. Mm. Um, a mushroom raw just makes me feel a bit uneasy. Um, so I cannot imagine biting one with mayonnaise on raw. It just makes me feel weird. I think this is bad, bad. Oh, give it a go. Don't knock it till you try it. What do you think, Matt? I mean, we we know my opinion on mushrooms. Mm. I think we know. Like, if you'd have sat down and gone, my favourite book is Mein Kampf, I would <laughs> be more open to that than <laughs> raw mushrooms. I, I I really hate mushrooms. Like, really. Okay. Like, it, they've ruined a lot of meals for me because there's mushrooms in things. Like, I've never had a beef wellington because there's really? mushrooms involved. Like, it's it ruins my life. There's what you can do one with pate, Matt. Doesn't have mushrooms in. Yeah, I mean, what do you think about how do you feel about pate, low liver? I mean, pate's not up there for me. No, like you know, no, you, you can know, get I mushroom think, pate, Matt. Great, and I know that you think <laughs> I'm some posh asshole who would love pate and foie gras, but that's not my vibe. Um, you no. never had like a chicken and mushroom pie, you know, a lovely, oh, juicy chicken. No, mushroom pie. I can't love have a chicken. I, oh. I would have steak and ale oh, okay. because chicken because it's got mushroom. If it's got mushroom in the title, that's me. I can't do it. Right. So I'm gonna also go bad, bad. I'm oh. Yeah, I'm sorry, Laura. It's bad, bad. Oh well, we can't win them all. Happy yeah. to be bad, bad. <laughs> I'm so bad with my mushrooms. <laughs> okay, can we have your next confession, please, Laura? Okay, I feel like this is something people probably have mentioned before. Um, because people like kind of picking at spots and they like, you know, watching Dr. Pimple yes, Popper yes. and Ian is obsessed. Remember when I first started going out with him? I said, what if he was like sitting on the sofa and I was coming out of the loo from being there for a while? <laughs> you know, you're watching these YouTube videos of like Dr. Pimple Popper and like some gross things. So he's yeah. really obsessed with like, but he knows his stuff. Like he's done his research. And um, like one day I was like sitting down. He's like, oh, can I just squeeze that little white head? And I was like, no, that's gross. And he's like, oh, I just want to squeeze it. I was like, okay, go on, do it. And he did it. And I was like, do you know what? That's okay. I didn't mind that. I was like, do you want to check for any more? And I kind of feel... <laughs> You know, like when like monkeys groom each I was other. Where that was going then? <laughs> you know when monkeys groom each oh. other. <laughs> yes. So I like I've gone for quite a few flat facials. Facials are a lovely treat. I love going to the salon and getting a facial. And they do a thing called an extraction before they do the facial, where they kind of like take out any little you know blackheads or whiteheads. And I was like, I've got this man at home who wants to do it for free. So sometimes I just let him have a go. Right. So this is an interesting twist because we did speak to Ian about his spot habit, yeah. I believe. So yeah. it's very fascinating that we get to see the other side of it. We've not had that before. Yeah. And you kind of have a therapeutic reaction to not picking his spots. Oh, God, no, I wouldn't go near them. That's so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and I always go mad if he's picking himself. That sounds so weird. <laughs> Do you really? No, I just be like, ah. I'm like, stop picking yourself. Stop picking, like, if there's a spot, I'm like, let the spot develop naturally. Pick me, yeah, pick me. Pick me. <laughs> spots, I mean, like, whiteheads, like an extraction, you know, just to kind of, right. you know, because you're living in London and if you're on the tube, you're in the central, your skin, your pores get clogged up. I just want my pores to be cleaned and extracted and they it's a thing they do in beauty salons and ian is really good at it right see i wish i wish sam would pick me i love picking and like sometimes i'll get one in, you know an area you can't quite reach and you can feel something 
and she won't get it for me. And it's so frustrating that I have to wait until I see my mum because she will. Oh, your mum picks your spot. My mum loves a pick. But I wish I was picked more, really. It is really nice. It's like being at school again. I wish I was picked more. <laughs> like you say, it's, it's kind of a bonding experience. Yeah, then. and not when it's sore. Like, And so sometimes, like, if I have, a, like, a juicy spot, Ian will be like, let me pick it. I'm like, no, don't go near those spots. I, I, it's like just the, you know, the, the white heads. That's lovely. Yeah. And it just reminds me of those, you know, when you go to the zoo or safari and you just see those animals, it's all like... Yeah. He doesn't eat them afterwards. That's what the animals do. He doesn't do that. would be too gross. Okay, fine. Them. <laughs> Fair enough. Do you pick Emma? <laughs> uh, God, no. No, she wouldn't let me anywhere near her. She's, um, if she gets a spot, which is very rare, but when she does, there's like a whole technique. Mm. Like she knows, like you leave it, you leave it, you leave it, you leave it. till it's literally about to do it itself. And then it's just boom. Whereas me, if I get anything, it's before it's even popped out. I'm like, <laughs> so I'm all over it. <laughs> That's Ian. She definitely wouldn't let me anywhere near her. So I, I don't know how you could enjoy someone. I can I can see enjoying the picking, but I don't understand why you'd enjoy that someone getting you. But it's not even like, sometimes I don't even have like anything for him to get. I just like, you know, someone being at you. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes he's just, just <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just like, he's like, you don't really have anything today. And I'm like, I know, but just have a little feel anyway. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what about here? What about here? Yeah. Because it's that intense attention where all they're doing is looking at you. Yeah, it's, yeah, and he gets really into it. So he's like really like searching and he'd be like checking my face and stuff and that and be like, you know, you have nothing to do. And I'm like, well, maybe check again. It's just nice. This is attention. I have Sam do my eyebrows, even though she doesn't do as good a job as me. I just really like... Someone else doing it. That intense, that intense... What, what do you mean by the eyebrows? What do you mean? I get really bad monobrow. If oh, I this is plucking, it. you mean? Yeah, plucking. Yeah, yeah, not popping my eyebrows. All <laughs> oh, right, but, I was like, um, what's going on here? It's, maybe it's that same thing. Like, I like that intense, intense... I'm everything in her world while she's doing my eyebrows. Like, and that's <laughs> that's the sort of that's the enjoyment, I suppose. So maybe it's it's a similar yeah, thing it's to not that. About, like, I would never let him go near an actual spot because um, again, it'd probably because I've seen him go near his spots and then he just ruins them. Because I'm like, now you're going to scar yourself. Stop picking them. Yeah. Um, but like this white little heads and just I don't know, just it's nice. I'm like, maybe just give my skin a little bit of a massage while you're there. You oh, know? I'm, nice. I'm trying to make him be my facialist. <laughs> But I couldn't go during lockdown. I was just trying to train him up. Hey, if comedy doesn't come back, it could be a career option. <laughs> He's very good. Yeah. Go into being a facialist. Yeah. I get it now. Now you've said that. Yeah, Thank I, you. That, that was the thing that makes me understand this. I'm so on board. This is a connection thing. It is. Yeah, I think This is. is. This is more than just the extraction. This is a connection. Yes. Yeah. This is about human, the human experience. I mean, some people go for dinner. <laughs> yeah, I'm just too grossed out to do it. I, I feel like um, I, I don't want Emma picking my spots because I'd, be, I'd feel gross. I'd feel like, no, I don't want to feel gross for you. We'll find something else for her to do. Do you have like, you know, you could get her to fuck your eyebrows. Cut, you your, could get cut her... your toenails. <laughs> cut your toenails. Like there's other things to do to get this feeling. She would not do any of this. Um, <laughs> no, definitely not, not at all. the toenails, no. No, I don't think so. Oh, no. I'm trying to think. She might. She, would she give you a little massage? I mean, she'd want to pluck my eyebrows because she says that they're getting a bit crazy now. But um, yeah, maybe we'll do that. We'll try there. Try that. We'll start there. Okay. Ease in. I, you know what? Very quickly with this one, I'm all into this now, Laura, because that thing where it's you're their world for a little bit mm -hmm. is so, there's no feeling like it. It makes me go all tingly and nice. <laughs> I... I'm, I think this is good, bad. This is so good. I've convinced you. Well, you haven't convinced me. You've just, I just get it. I know what this is about for you now. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I, I've had a little peek into your soul and <laughs> we're similar. And I love that. This is good, bad for me. Like, 
This almost makes up for the mushroom. <laughs> Just about. Just about. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a bit jealous. I want this now in my life. I feel like I need this um, <laughs> this level of connection that I'm missing. Um, so um, uh, we're going to start at the eyebrows and progress yeah. and progress to yeah, maybe yeah. some nose hair plucking and then. <laughs> And then I, I don't I don't know maybe some I don't know nipple waxing or something will 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 we'll progress. Well, I mean, who knows mate, where it's going to go? If you're really into each other, I don't want to brag, but Sam did once get an ingrown hair in my groin, and it was the <laughs> <laughs> on the on the plane of human consciousness. It is the closest we've ever been. It's love that is love. It is love. Oh, oh. Okay, fantastic! So it's a good bad for me too. Yeah. Yep. Amazing, amazing. You've really warmed our cockles, Laura. Thank you. It's, the mushrooms brought me down a little bit, but everything else yeah, is fine. Yeah, but you know what? I think overall we've had a good run. Like, yeah. you know, we've, we we all agree the toilet thing is, you know, it's something we all do and it's good. We just think you're working too hard. Mushrooms bad. <laughs> um, the spot picking, you know, that human connection is something quite wholesome and warm. Overall, I think you've uh, you've really you've come up, you've come out of this smelling of roses. Not so weird. Not no, so weird. not at yeah, all. Yeah, definitely not weird. No, but God, you should listen to this podcast if you want to hear weird. <laughs> oh yeah. my God, yeah, yeah. I listened to Ian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ian did all right. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. It's an absolute joy. Thank are you, you. Are you. Is your podcast out at the moment? What, what's going on with that? Yes, it is. Tell people about that. Thank you for the plug. Uh, I have a podcast about podcasts where I get people on chatting about recommendations, kind of like. I'm not going to say a rip-off of Desert Island Discs, but I think what you listen to tells you a lot about what type of person you are. Um, and it's great because I've had like, I remember having Sarah Pascoe on and all she does is listen to like quite a lot of dark stuff. And I love really? getting into the minds of people. Jesse Ware is on this week. We've got the Guilty Feminist, um, whose favourite podcast is the Scrubs one with Zach Braff. So it's like wow. gives you an insight. Well, thank you very much. It's been thank an absolute guys. joy. Yeah, Laura, this was so great. Thank you so much. I loved it. I loved it. Thank Hopefully we'll so see much. you soon. Definitely. So there we have it. That was Laura Whitmore. Great. Yep, I think she was absolutely fantastic. And if you want a little bit of extra content on the Patreon this week, um, I know it's exciting, right? We have the listener confessions. And this week, I mean, one of them is incredible. A lady came up with a very, very intelligent, slightly gross, childish way of dealing with a full bladder. Yeah. It was excellent. Ultimately, what we're learning over on the Patreon is that a lot of you have absolutely no shame and are quite happy to let me and Matt Willis know about it. Yeah. Please keep on doing that. Please send them in. You're so enduring how absolutely open you are. It works for us. So keep sending it in, please. Yeah. Now, Matt, I've actually got a bit of advice. Obviously, it was pancake day last week and I was making my pancakes, chocolate mix with chocolate chips in. And as I was making them, I was going, I wonder how you could make these joyless. So I want to ask you, do you have a pancake recipe? Because I know that if anyone had one that was no fun, it would be you. Look how your eyes lit up. I'm so pleased you brought this up. (laughs) Um, Well, as you know, I've been teetering on the edge of rebellion over this lockdown. Yeah, I've been fully off the chain. I've had lactose. (laughs) I've had gluten daily, almost. Daily gluten. But last week... I had enough. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I don't even recognize myself anymore. And I've got to say, it was you that tipped me over the edge. Why is that? Because you said something to me and you were like, oh, well, you know, the tables have turned. I'm working out every day, trying to eat a bit more healthy. And I suddenly was like, oh my God, I'm I'm being outdone by Matt Richardson. (laughs) That isn't a good place to be. Do you know what? Something about it hurt me to my very soul. (laughs) You're such a prick. But do you know what? Do you know what they say about rock bottom, Matt? you have a solid ground to build from, you know, so I hit that rock bottom 
And my God, here we go. You know, I am ready to take on the world. Actually, you know what? I don't want that pancake recipe because all I've got to say now is, um, fuck you. I cannot believe I'm your rock bottom. (laughs) And also, like, knowing the life you've lived, I'm still your rock bottom. This is depressing. It was needed. If anything, I'm not ashamed. I'm pleased it happened. Thank you. Oh, my God. I don't need pancakes now. What I'm going to go and do is cry into a pan and eat that. I'll send you my gluten-free, sugar-free dairy-free, um, low-carbohydrate, high-protein pancake recipe um, on WhatsApp after this. You know what, mate? Why don't you just, just pull the mix into the toilet and count the middleman? I love you really, Matt. See you next week, everyone. Peace out. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.